0: You're listening to the iRacers Lounge Podcast, where we discuss everything iRacing in a casual setting. Enjoy. Welcome to the iRacers Lounge. I am your host, Mike Ellis. iRacers Lounge is the podcast for the iRacer where we talk all things iRacing in a casual setting. Joining me are the usual characters. Actually, no, we got a bunch of new people today. Adam Benefiel and Brandon Youhouse. Hey guys. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? Glad you guys made it. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, new to the show, so welcome. And uh, let's go through a Q&A and learn about you guys a little bit. Uh, let's start out with Adam. Uh, when did you start on iRacing, and how did you hear about it?
1: Uh, I joined back in uh, August of 2013. Um actually knew about it back around 2010. My uh, cousin was the one that got me involved in uh, sim racing. So... Uh, so
0: yes, yeah, he uh,
1: he got me going and uh, got me started.
0: Nice. Uh, how about you, Brandon? Uh, how did you get your start in iRacing?
2: So uh, I actually used to race nationally go karts, and eventually, at one point in time, iRacing just started up around two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Whenever they were coming to out to see us, got to sit in, behind a wheel of a old Logitech Momo in, in twenty ten, and then I fell in love. Um, Eventually, my uncle bought it for me. I was still I was 13 at the time, so I didn't have any money coming in. Or... But yeah, so 2010, I was racing go karts, and they came on the tracks, and guys kind of started on it, and then it all fell into place.
0: Nice. All right, let's uh, ask: uh, How often are you racing these days, currently? Like, how many times a week, and what kind of series do you normally run, Adam? uh
1: i'll race you know two or three times a week uh it's normally um nis or a open uh here lately we've been uh doing a few late uh super late model races and you know some dirt but uh official races and you know official series i do about two or three times a week with nis or a open
0: yeah that's about what i'm doing uh brandon how about you
2: uh, i like to say about, I'd say about five times a week I try to get at least one race in. Um, sometimes after work I try to hop on and run a quick 305 sprint car race just for fun and race the once or twice NIS. I haven't been big into that yet just because I haven't had much time. Um, but I've raced pretty much all AB, uh, a lot of dirt.
0: Lots of dirt. Yeah, I'm waiting for the dirt license. It's coming. I and mean, I'll probably be more involved in dirt myself. Uh, okay, let's talk hardware. Uh, how many monitors, uh, what kind of wheel and pedals, and what third-party software? Adam? Uh, uh,
1: let's see. I got a Oboto cockpit, triple monitors, uh, three 27-inch Dell monitors. Um, my computer was sponsored to me by one of my sponsors, so I couldn't really tell you what's in it. <laughs> Or, you know, all the, uh, specs or anything, but I got a Thrustmaster T300 wheel with, uh, G27 pedals. And, uh, I got a, uh, pretty sweet looking button box that I use from time to time. But, uh, I think that's about it.
0: (laughs) Do you do a force monitor, any third party software?
1: no i don't I don't do the software uh i thought i I've looked at adding a fourth monitor um but I mean with our team and all that stuff, I really just you know we always got someone in the races with us that ha that has our backs so uh it would i think it'd be kind of a waste of money for me to go ahead and get a fourth monitor, but who knows maybe one day I might do it.
0: Yeah, that's a nice setup. That's similar to what I got. I got the Oboto as well at triple 27s. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad setup. I mean, that's about as good as you can get. Yeah, yeah, like no, no joke. And actually,
1: to go back to how I got started, my cousin actually sold me, sold me his Oboto. So this came from my cousin, and I got this sucker. I got a complete startup, ready to go, fired up and race, set up for uh, – Five hundred dollars. So, I got the Oboto at a really good good price.
0: I guess so. Yeah. Wow.
2: That is yeah. a good price.
0: Yeah. I definitely paid more than that. Uh, all right, Brandon. Tell us about your setup. What do you got going?
2: Well, uh, my puny little compared to you guys is a thirty-two inch four K monitor, uh, just a little Samsung TV, and I have a Dell Inspiron XP nine, which runs pretty well actually. Um, but I just have one monitor, and you know. Uh, I run a Logitech G27, and I'm working on trying to, trying to find the right button box. got a couple in mind, but nothing, nothing pulling the trigger.
0: Right. Not bad. Uh, do you feel like you're at a disadvantage on a single monitor uh, because you don't have that peripheral vision?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been looking to try to figure out what kind of rig and what kind of build I want to do. I'm kind of a woodworker, and I like to actually weld, so I can kind of do kind of both of that stuff. So right. I, I'm trying to make something up here. As of right now, I'm just kind of... It's almost Christmas time, so I'm <laughs> holding the holding the pedal on that.
0: Oh, yeah. It's only like... I think my wife said six Saturdays until Christmas or something like that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like four paychecks. <laughs> it's right.
2: It's kind of scary.
0: Yep. All right, cool. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, uh, are you in any leagues? or Do you participate in leagues at all? Or uh, hosting... Or uh and are you a part of a team? Uh Adam, uh I I know you're on a team, right?
1: Yeah, I'm on in my opinion, the best team on on the service. Uh I'm on one up motorsports. Uh you know, we we have uh we're impasse team. We got a couple of guys that run impasse uh series and then uh we also had uh Tyler Hudson part of our team. Uh you know impasse champion so in my opinion you can't find a better group of guys to get on here and uh hang out with you know it's drama free we're just all cutting up and having a good time i love my team to death but uh we do run leagues we run thursday nights we run uh sarah uh i think it's uh, i don't want to hack the name of it up but i think it's sarah the associate it's a sweet league just look up sarah and you'll find it yeah i know sarah <laughs> yeah
0: they've been around forever they're definitely one of the better leagues
1: oh yeah man like top notch matt Roth over there he's just he's put together a unbelievable league uh they do super late models uh you know the dirt street stock they got a uh, pro late model on some some nights and I mean, they just, they put it together and it's a great group of guys, man. You can't find any tougher competition either. Like their Thursday night deal, we'll have 40, 50 cars show up for a 20, what is it, 25 car field. I mean, we're sending 25 people home almost. And it's, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, we have fun. We run that league and, uh, and then we also got the one up super series on Wednesday night. So, you know, Tyler, he's, he's brought that and we run super late models at all the dirt tracks and, uh, that's a fun league. you know, we got spots open over there for that, and uh, it's awesome, man. I mean, the racing over there is really cool, too, and it's long races so that you get to feel how it really is in real life with the, the track changing, and uh, sorry if you hear a baby in the background, I got two twins, but, uh, you know, it, we got that going on, too, and we got spots open, so if you're looking to do some, you know, dirt racing, come out, hit up me or Tyler Hudson. Uh, or Christian Chaloner, and we can get you hooked up with the One Up Super Series.
0: Yeah, that, let's talk about that team a little bit. Uh, yeah, Christian Chawner, he's amazing. He's no slouch, obviously. Uh, also, some very other, some other really good people over there, uh, including Alan Pajari, who actually founded this po- podcast uh, and started it with me back in the day before he moved to One Up uh and then there's uh the crew chief what's his name uh Jason K Miller Jason K Miller right i forgot and uh <laughs> and the kid the pilot oh uh, Colton Landis Colton Landis right another yeah. friend of the podcast so yep. yeah we have a lot of ties to one up there great team like you said i wasn't sure that uh, Tyler was still involved since he worked at iRacing, but it's good to hear he's still over there
1: well he's he, he's not uh it, you know he, he had to step away because of the uh you know taking the job on and everything and uh but you know we still talk every now and then but he had to he had to step away it was hard it was tough uh we see him as the face of one up with all the success he had in the past years and i mean you know the past uh Yeah, he won the championship, obviously, but really, uh, you know, between him and Jason, what they did last year in peak, they really put one up back on the map, you know, I mean, one up fell off after the championship year and, uh, it kind of departed. And, uh, that's when I met Tyler and we, you know, we kind of got together and I was like, man, let's rebuild this to what it was that championship year. And, uh, you know, he believed in me and, uh, I believed in him. We went out and we found some really great guys. Uh, you know, like you said Christian is he's unbelievable driver. He's super talented. Uh, you know, we got Jason, our setup wizard. But I mean everybody over there, I mean Marcus, Travis, everybody, this it's it's just you won't find a another group of guys like that. And and that's what I love about that team.
0: Yeah, Marcus Richardson, you mentioned him, he's the other uh peak driver. Uh, boy, I used to know Marcus from way back when, when I started, uh, him and I used to run Nordgar league together and now here he is in the peak. Uh, yeah. And another neat thing, uh, I want to remind people, if you want to check out the, uh, what goes on on the inside of one up Motorsports, Alan Pajari has a YouTube channel and he basically broadcasts all his races. And if you listen to those as he's racing, you're listening to the team team speak. And you can hear Jason working on sets, and they're probably working on a whole different track while he's racing this track. And, but I mean, you can hear the interaction; it's very interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we try to monitor that, and I'll if you listen every now and then, someone will have to remind me that we we're recording. <laughs> because there's certain information that we don't want to let out and i'll forget every now and then you might slip up and catch something that you might need to know but uh yeah it's cool you know we try to give everybody outside that you know behind the scenes look of what we do and how we do it and how we operate and uh you know jason's got a youtube peak we call him peak Pajari. he is the peak Pajari, and uh <laughs> so you know they all they all get out there and they you know try to let everybody see how we how we do things it's pretty cool pretty cool uh, deal that they're doing
0: oh yeah yeah all right cool uh brandon let's talk about your you have any leagues hosting or uh, uh teams what are you doing with those
2: so i'm actually part of a, a little team called bombshell motorsports it was actually just a couple friends of mine that we used to play console games with over to this and kind of race around a little bit uh we actually haven't been running Um, ran in a a B-fixed league a lot of fun and it was a lot of excitement and we always had a good time racing it but we actually haven't ran in about I would say right hoping to bounce it back on but I'm not too involved with the leagues I like actually running the the uh, the official races and interacting with the same kind of guys in my split and I hit or miss every once in a while yeah
0: all right, cool. That's how small teams start, I tell you. Um, just a few friends racing together, and then it builds from there, it seems like.
2: Yep, that's exactly how we started. Hey, let's do this. We'll put a Facebook group together and do it. Let's have some fun. Yeah, that's all you need, a Google
0: Drive, and you're off off and running. Right. All right, cool. Uh, before the final question, I want to bring up your both your stats, uh, because I like to do this with first-time uh, people coming on the podcast. Uh winning percentage, Adam. Uh in Ovals, your overall career stat, 12.8 is your winning percentage. Damn, that's high. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. I wish it was higher. <laughs> well, I think the uh I think most people are th- 3 to 5% is I think the like an average. So I think if you're above that, you're you're not bad off, so good job. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> and, uh, Brandon, uh, you're not too bad either, looking at your win percentage, your overall career stat, 9.6. Uh,
2: again, a very high number. Wow. Yeah, it's, I, again, wish it was higher. I wish I was in that. I, uh, my first year, I was in that 12. I, I kind of took a little bit of a break, a little hiatus, and then got back into it and wish it was higher. Definitely wish it was higher. Well this yeah. week? So I can't complain.
0: Yeah, it looks like most of your wins came, like you said, early on.
2: But you got a few this year, uh, for sure. It looks like seven for the year. Yeah, I, I took home a, a C-class fix the other night. I, um, I was actually really wheeling at Las Vegas. I can't tell by my, some of my starts there, but uh, I was really moving into a couple accidents on the first race. But the second and third race, I was running down the leaders the whole time, and it was a lot of fun. So
0: Nice. All right. All right, let's get into the final uh, question here of the Q&A. Uh, most memorable iRacing moment, Adam? I
1: wish I could tell you what year it was, but uh, I really, I know, well, matter of fact, it was the year Kenny Humpy won the championship, and it was the second time in NIS, second go-around at New Hampshire. And uh, I found myself, you know, six with like 20 to go, Kenny was leading, and we kept having cautions. Somehow, I don't know how, I pulled a miracle. Ended up second on the last three restarts, and I got to go head to head with Humpy, and uh, ended up beating him. So, it, that, that you know, as of right now, that's that's definitely one of my biggest uh, biggest moments. Was going head to head, hanging with him. I mean, and it was we were. It was, I couldn't time three restarts like I did that night again in my life. It was just remarkable and, uh, they, uh, we ended up winning it. So it was, it was cool that I got to, I got to say, I beat, uh, beat Kenny, you know, I beat Tyler so many times now. It's really not that special no anymore. <laughs> more.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's hey, Kenny's nose, uh, slouch for sure. Uh, that's always fun when you're racing these, uh, these pros and these guys that are really good. Um, and you, when you're able to you know, run with them and even outrun them, it is something. That is pretty cool. All right, Brandon, what's your most memorable
2: iRacing moment? So I uh, I hopped into a hosted race maybe five years ago. Almendinger and Castle were in it. That was awesome because I got to talk to them and learn from them, and they were so helpful and always fun to talk to. Um, obviously, Landon Castle was pretty young at the time. AJ Almendinger was at the time also but um, yeah it was fun man it was fun wheeling with these guys we were um, we were racing a Charlotte Charlotte uh, I think it was and it was beating and banging and driving around the outside and it was just a
0: yeah pretty cool uh, that's, that is cool when you get to race with those guys and I think one of my coolest moments was when Tony Stewart came on and raced the peak guys I actually went into that session and was just ghosting. I wasn't even racing with him, I was just ghosting, but running around him. I was like right behind him, and then I passed him, and then I went around him. I like, Damn, that's cool, yeah, right <laughs> that's smoke, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, that's you know too
1: I'd have to say a, a second cool moment was uh I want to say it was me and I want to say it was me and Taylor Hurst was in a uh Sonoma session and um uh, oh uh TJ Majors and was in there with a name that I'm not gonna say because I know he likes to keep it low-key but it was Junior and I'm not gonna say what it is on here because I don't want everybody to start looking for the name but uh you know it was just us four in there and we were just brawling we knew you know we knew it was TJ and everything and but we didn't have a clue who the other guy was and uh after you know right before the session ended no one else ever came in there and right before the session ended we he keyed up and started talking to us so that 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 was a cool moment that you know sit there and get talk to junior and tj and you know shoot the shit with them and have fun
0: yeah those guys are really a big proponents of i-racing uh juniors talked it up a lot uh, we've covered it here on the show several times uh but yeah that's pretty cool it uh, you know, you don't think he gets on much anymore, but now that he's retired, maybe he will. Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: He's talked about it a couple of times, and that'd be that'd be interesting. I actually got to him and Harvick and Tony Stewart at uh, Harvick's little asphalt track in his backyard one night. Uh, I was down in North Carolina. They were at one of the national races that we were at and for a little bit, and that was always a good time. It was funny watching Tony Stewart pound Bud Lights and 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 drive a little go karts, but it was
0: wow. That does sound fun.
2: I was, I think, I was eleven years old. It was a, it was a hell of an experience.
0: All right, uh, okay, so let's jump into racing results. Uh, Dover this week. Uh, I'll start out uh, Wednesday fixed. I had to miss the race. I had to pick up a kid. Uh, darn it! Uh, so I ran the open P eight. Uh, on a restart, the guy in front of me completely spun his tires and just, the car just hooked right, you know, just complete right turn into the wall, took out the outside lane and everybody behind him. I mean, like the entire field, it was crazy. Uh, so I had a passing to the left penalty, uh, black flag at a stop under green. Uh, I did that. And then guess what? I sped on pit road coming off after serving the penalty that put me down four laps at Dover. Mm. And boy, I, I was ready to give up at that moment. I was just like, you know what? I'm, this has ruined my day. I didn't get to race earlier. Uh, I'm going to have a bad result, you know. I was even thinking about parking it. I stayed in it, rallied, got all my laps back. Uh, three of them were wave-arounds, and one was a lucky dog. And uh, it was just some luck, you know. It, it, you got to have luck with those wave arounds. If you take one, you got to have a caution right after that to get tires so you're back on sequence. And uh, it worked out, you know. I got a bunch of good luck uh, thrown my way, got the four laps back, um, and got eighth, eighth place. Nice top ten for me.
2: Nice. Yeah, four yeah. laps Four laps down is pretty easy. Yeah, at Dover.
0: So there was a last, uh I had Tony spotting me at the end, and I was actually fighting for, I think I was fighting for uh, fifth, and I had a battle with this 29 car. Uh, he got loose. I had to check for him, and then everybody passed me, um, but I was able to save it and save him. I didn't run him over like most people do. And uh, so I fell back to eighth, but I could have had a fourth, I think. uh ran with some teammates that race uh, in other splits. Uh, David Flowers, not just one, but two blown motors. He got it fixed, went back out, blew it again. And his was from Rex. Uh, I think he spun off on his own both times. And then Tony, uh, he also had two blown motors. And uh, boy, I mean, tough luck for that team. Now, Justin uh, Laird, he ran with us as well. Uh, He got a P12, and he was five laps down uh but he did a great job uh finishing the race Nice uh, Yeah uh Thursday fixed uh Tony uh he blew his motor in the closing laps
2: but finished with P8
0: because there was nobody left hardly
2: No uh, I was in that race with him and there was nobody left in that <laughs> Well what happened was on the first lap you know someone spun their tires decided to start in second gear I forget, it was right on the first lap, and maybe got nailed off of it. It was, it was parked and done, people had more than 10, but I'm not even, um, I, I actually finished third in that split, I was actually running second, and then there were some sort of, I think I might have lagged or something, and back to third one lap down, and but that was a fun race whenever everybody got settled in, we had some long green flags.
0: Yeah, he Tony had a good run I if I recall going and uh but yeah, obviously uh 8th place is still not too bad considering uh he was done with uh, Dover at that point. He said let's uh, move on to Charlotte. Uh my run that night Thursday P22, I had a good run going uh and they kind of stacked up on a restart and I got turned. I got literally ran over uh shoved the nose into the you know inside wall. Nine minutes damage, and just kind of struggled home to a P22. Did, I didn't have a lot of uh, attrition in my race, in my split, and so that's why it was a P22. But I did finish. But uh, uh, other teammate Tyler Conroy ran with us. Uh, he got wrecked, uh, ran over as well, and wrecked out early. Uh, he did not finish the race. Uh, I missed Friday night. Sunday night, I ran. Uh, I was the only one running on the team. P sixteen. I got wrecked multiple times. I actually missed two or three big wrecks, and felt pretty lucky. But I uh, got ran over a couple other times. I think it was three times total, and uh, but still finished P sixteen. All right. What about you guys? Uh, I'm, you mentioned you ran Brandon on Thursday at uh, Dover. Any other Dover starts? Or how about you, Adam? Uh,
1: only ran one race at Dover. Um, <laughs> Wednesday night. Uh had something going on. I really can't remember what it was, but I ended up missing the race. And, uh, I ran Friday night. Um, no, I'm sorry. When is this, the 27th. So that was Friday night. I ran Friday night and, uh, me and Jason, we didn't really like the, uh, the way the car was. So we kind of started playing with something. he, wanted to experiment with something, so he ran it, and I ran it, and uh, I I didn't even, I got on right before the race, so I didn't even have no laps or nothing, so I didn't qualify, I started 32nd, and, uh, you know, we struggled with the car at the beginning of the race, and a little bit to the midway, and uh, we finally got it adjusted to my liking, and uh, we started making gains up through the field. And I ended up bringing it home, P6. Uh, Jason, I'm sitting here looking right now. The old magic man, Jason Miller. He uh, he came on 7th right behind me, that's right. And he started 37th. So, <laughs> he had a big night. Uh, you know, we really got the cars dialed in there the second half of the race. And, uh, you know, it was, we didn't have that many wrecks. I mean, we didn't have no big wrecks. Uh, it was just little wrecks and then we had long green flag runs um i felt like at the end of the race uh we had a late race caution and some guys went down and uh we had one guy that didn't take tires then we had like three or three guys that took two and then the rest took four and i think i restarted 11th and we made one lap before the caution came out and i got up to six so uh you know, it, I felt like we we had a top three car, just uh, we needed a green flag laps, man, to get the thing rolling. But, uh, you know, I just one start at Dover, and that was it.
0: <laughs> wow, that was a good finish, though. That, that's not bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll take it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Dover's over. Charlotte's next. Uh, I guess I'm ready. I'm actually kind of looking forward to Charlotte, so we'll see.
1: Charlotte's only just one time. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. You know, I, I I like Charlotte. I really really wish it was daytime. I felt like it would uh, you know, it would have kind of changed it up because uh, I mean, guys that were fast last time was at Charlotte. They're gonna be fast again. You know, not much has changed on the build and you know tweaking on the car, just one or two tweaks, and you're gonna be right back to where you were. And I really wish it was daytime, but uh. You know, we gotta we gotta play the cards we his dealt and just go and have fun with it again.
0: Okay, so it's a it's a night race, not a day race. So so day was the spring and night is fall, is that
2: right? Well,
1: normally that's how it is like real life that's how it is. But um I don't think they ever changed it. Yeah, they never they now it's a it's a nighttime race. Oh. Well, like alright, I'm sorry, the chase race starts out early in the afternoon. But I think it ends like dusk or something. Right. But on here, we're just straight up night.
0: Yep. That uh, track doesn't get so slick, you know, because it's not as hot. So, all right, let's talk other uh, racing. Uh, if you have any. Uh, Pro Invitational Peak, I think they run tonight, uh, but I'm not sure.
1: No, uh, next Tuesday. Next Wednesday. week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got that and uh you know, feel like the car's strong for it. Um steadily working on it. That's one of our best tracks, so uh ready to get it going and you know, like you said, pro, it's right around the corner and uh you know, the guys are they're getting me pumped up, getting me motivated, trying to get me in in, in the right place so we can uh we can do it this year. We came up just I think it was five spots short last year and uh so we're gonna do it again they're changing it up you know they're only taking 10 this year instead of 20 so it's gonna make it even harder to make the show but uh you know i'm not gonna get on the forums and complain about it uh you know this i mean brandon he said he races carts. I, i grew up my whole life racing carts on the east coast and uh you know I could basically tell you that us being kart racers, we're used to rule changes every single week, so every, week. <laughs> every, every single week. week, is something new, so we just, you know, it's nothing, nothing to get upset about, you just put your head down and dig.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you're talking about the road to pro coming up here soon, right? Yeah, 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 we'll talk about a lo- the, some of those changes later in the show, we actually have some news on that, uh, let's jump into topics, uh. Season 4, patch 2, has been released. Uh, They announced it, and they put it out, and we got release notes. So let's look through those. Uh, They fixed an issue with tires, where some vehicle tires had unintentional extra grip prior to warming up completely. Uh, They added an additional line to the weather information that shows the session's time of day. So that's interesting. Uh... They fixed some new UI stuff, but I wouldn't know that because I'm not using the new UI. Uh, Time Attack is back up and running; they got that fixed. Uh, no word on the uh, the competition. There was a thousand dollar competition on Time Attack. I know they're going to restart it, but there's no word yet on when or what the details are that I've seen.
2: I thought they were. I thought that was the end of everything. Uh, see, I don't. I don't follow along with it, obviously, but I thought that was the. Thing. That's when they are good.
0: They pulled the plug because there was some kind of bug with the weather in Time Attack where people were getting faster laps than they should have. And so they pulled the plug. Apparently they fixed it. They did say at that time they were going to restart the contest. but uh, Right on. Uh, the other things they fixed here in this build is basically some uh, uh, balance of performance, BOP adjustment on the Ferrari GT3 uh four gt they did a little uh some other adjustments and a couple other little bugs on some other cars so not a lot it's just a small patch um i think the big thing was you know getting the time attack fixed and uh the new ui stuff so
2: i don't know about that new ui i just i don't i don't like it yet, but if i feel like we're gonna eventually Yeah, I, I don't
1: kind of like it either. Uh... Yeah, it's too weird. I mean, it... I feel... I, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so, I opened it up once, and then I was done, and <laughs> I closed it. Um, uh, I do feel like eventually they're going to make the switch to where you have to go over there, and, you know... But until then, I'm going to stay with what I know and the old one, and I'll learn the new one when it's time.
2: <laughs> That's...
1: Well,
0: I here's the thing. Too- I, I have my computer sitting in right behind my center monitor. I can hear the fans running. I can tell when it's working. I can tell when it's not working, when it's just sitting at idle. You know, like right now, I'm not in the sim. My fans aren't blowing. It's nice and quiet. So I can when I go to the iRacing.com website, my computer is not being stressed. It's nice and cool. There's no fans blowing. I can look at my stats. I can look at the upcoming races. I can do everything I need to do on the website. But if I go into this stupid new UI, my fans start running. My computer starts getting hot. I don't want my computer to do that, to be in the stupid new UI. It doesn't make sense. They, If they want us to use it, I think they really got to get it, the performance better on it. It shouldn't be like, you know, kicking your graphics guard into high gear.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I agree, you know. It's uh well I think, you know, the they'll get it they gotta work out some bugs, but I think if once they get it up and running, I think it will be a step in the right direction, you know, with the you know, taking it to the taking Iris in the next level and everything. Uh which I think they're that's what they're doing. Uh but right now, you know, it's just being tested. It's, it's there for if you want to use it and if you want to try it out and play with it. And, uh, you know, there's going to be bugs to work out. I mean, it's technology, man. It's codes and it's, I've never seen anyone build something like what they're doing, which I've never seen anyone, period. But I highly doubt you're going to nail it right the first time. You know what I'm oh, saying?
0: No. Well, I think, I think my critique of it is they shouldn't have released it yet. And it needed to be better before they put it out in public. But, uh, yeah, it's a work in progress. And, and I'll let it sit at that, and hopefully it'll get much, much better. Yeah. All right, uh, next topic. Uh, iRacing is going to build a new track, and they want you to choose which one. You can submit your vote at worldofoutlawscom dot com backslash iracing. Go that's
1: actually, that, that's actually pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think that is that is really cool of them to listen to what the public wants. You know, they're they're. It's like you you see everybody making you know comments in the forums and. They're, I mean, they're. You got to give them a chance, man. I mean, they're trying to do. That's what people. I don't think people wrap their heads around is you got a group of people that is spreading out all the way from road racing to dirt racing. I mean, that is a lot of stuff that you know any company can that has to do at one point. That's hard. I mean, that's a lot, and they're listening to you. Just if it's not done overnight, there's no reason to get so worked up about it but this right here i think is awesome i think they're they're letting the community decide what what do y'all want you know this we're doing this for y'all and we you know they're trying to work with us and i think that's awesome i I really really do i didn't see this when i first started iRacing um but it really seems like here in the past year or so you know they're really trying to turn it around and give us what we're asking for it's just not going to happen overnight.
0: <laughs> right. So there's six uh, racetracks to vote for. Cedar Lake, Fairbury American Legion, Federated Auto Parts at I-55,
2: Kokomo, Lernerville, and Weed Sport. I pulled up the results so far, and Kokomo is in the lead. Maybe about uh, maybe about 1,500. I'm sorry, not 1,500 about 500 votes over Fairbury. Third place is I'm pulling for Learnerville because I've been on that racetrack before and uh, it's a fun track and I, I hope it works out for them but what I understand is that they already scanned all of these tracks. It's just what Yeah, that's, that is cool. That's what I saw out of
0: this too. If we're able to pick any of the six to, for them to actually start building uh, next that means they have them in the can. That means they're already scanned, and uh, we had no idea that they scanned all six of these.
1: Yeah, I'm actually pulling for Kokomo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I just like the name of it. I looked up YouTube videos, watched some races around there. Never been there, never laid eyes on the place, but it looks freaking awesome. And I mean, I'd love to see that. I love if I remember right. That's the flat. That's that sucker's flat as a pancake, ain't it?
0: I like the name. I don't. Know. I'm not familiar with. it.
1: Yeah, that. I think that's. The, I know one of them, or there was a few of them that had some pretty decent amount of banking, and then I think there was Kokomo and Weed Sport, if I remember right, were flat as all get out.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Like I said, I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for Laraville. I hope it gets a surge, but I feel like that's what's gonna. That's gonna take the cake on. Um is real fast it's a, it's a high bank it's all get out and it's just fast. Like when the world of outlaws come up there it is always what I'm hoping for who knows as long as we get some more dirt tracks that's all I like
0: alright uh, next topic world's fastest gamer uh, put up a highlight uh, reel of round two of their qualifying race it was at the Circuit of America in Austin. It was last Sunday, and uh, this guy won from Benelux, and I cannot pr- pronounce his name. It is uh, well. I am going to try. It's Freak F R E E K. That's his first name, Freak, and his last name is Schothorst. But uh, congratulations to him! Wow. That
1: that's
0: a cool
1: name. 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 <laughs> that's that's cool though i i can't hang <laughs> not on the no road racing
0: <laughs> uh these formula one cars are hard i mean what these guys are doing is something amazing really
1: oh yeah it really i mean I, I love watching f1 racing um i think it's you know, it takes an incredible amount of talent to focus in going that fast but i you know when i get on here I don't know what I'm doing but uh, you know I love them I think they're awesome they're an amazing piece of machinery and technology you know it's 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 awesome to watch them
0: right, uh, next topic we talked about this briefly earlier but the new pro uh, peak series is going to have or getting to the pros to go into peak uh, that's a different there's been some changes okay so let's go through those Uh, Tyler Hudson posted in the forum some uh, information about this. Uh, It's very similar to last year, but the new changes only allow the top 10 of the pro into peak. And they reduce the car count by 3 to match the real-life car count limit of 40, right? Yep. Also, he indicates there will be no snake splits and only the top 10 get a pro license. Uh, there will be no pro only. Li- oh, excuse me. And only the top ten get a pro slash WCS license. There will be no pro only licenses. Now, what does that mean? So basically, last
1: year uh, in the in the pro series that they ran, uh, first through tenth got a uh, pro slash WCS license. So therefore, when they went in, into the following or to the next peak season no matter what they were guaranteed to start the race they oh. did not have to qualify in uh 11th through 20th got pro license so they were able to attempt to qualify and i think if i'm not mistaken it was they take they were taking three three pro drivers so it was guaranteed for three pro drivers to make every race i could be wrong on that so don't quote me but uh that that's that was the difference between, you know, having the WCS license and, and just a regular pro license. And so they've done away with that. Everybody that gets the pro WCS license will be guaranteed to start every single race next year.
0: I see. So, uh, again, we're talking about the series called the road to pro. It starts after Homestead and runs through the off season basically. Um, and, this is a great substitute for the NASCAR iRacing series, uh, in my opinion. My team will be running it. It'll be Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and I encourage everybody to run it. Now, look, not everybody's going to get in that top ten. We know Adam's going to try. But, boy, I have no point. I have no way of getting there because I don't have the iRating. you got you got to have that iRating to get into those. But it's still, I encourage everybody to run it. You know, it should be one of the most popular series on the service right behind the NIS. I, I really think it would be popular if we can get people to turn out and it'll be a good race.
1: I I agree. Uh and you know too it it just because they're not doing you know everybody was like, oh snake splits, it'll make everything fair and everything. Well last year you had guys all the way that was all the way down in third split that actually made it. You know, like they, they moved on to the peak series. So it's not guaranteed that you know oh I don't have a chance just because I'm not in the first split or even the second split I mean there was guys there was even a guy that contended most of the uh, season last year that was in fourth split you know it's it kind of you know you got to perform if you're in those lower splits no doubt like you know first or second place you you got to have great finishes but uh you know you can contend in those lower splits and you know it's going to be a little harder this year with it being just 10 but i think uh uh philip diaz i think he was in second or third split for uh majority of the whole season last year and he qualified himself with a peak license like a a wcs license if i'm not mistaken you know you just got to you gotta be consistent and you gotta you gotta strike some really good finishes, but you can contend in the top three splits yeah you I'd gotta say. have
0: top fives and stuff yeah
1: no no doubt
0: yep yeah I'm looking forward to it it'll be a good uh good run this year uh next up uh dynamic track uh seems to be working uh say it's blade Witt, who actually took a moment to uh put together a uh time lapse video of uh the A car race, uh, NIS Open, uh, f- top split at the uh, Dover, and uh, it's interesting to watch this short two minute video to see uh, not only how the track changes as far as the rubbering in of the track and how dark it gets, but his ch- his line and everybody else's line uh, as they go through the race. It, you know, they lots of times he's on the bottom, then you see him moving up to the top, and he runs the top for a long time. Then you see him switch back to the bottom. It's like uh, he's just
2: searching for grip. Yeah, man, this has been a big, big hit nail on the head on this one. I mean, it said everybody sucked to the bottom and running around on the bottom, or right the race all around the racetrack, and that's that's what racing. Hey, and it's. I'm happy to see that they got that fixed up.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it this this was a uh, you know, uh, when it first came out, everybody was pumped up about it. And then, you know, we had issues and it really wouldn't work. And, but now that they got it fixed, it's really cool. It's fun to drive. I love it with my dirt background because it reminds me that I'm on dirt. You're always, it, you know, you're always searching around to find that moisture on dirt to get you, uh, to get you that drive. And that's, it's kind of like, that's what it is now. You know, you, you just got to find a line that fits you and, and you go with it. And, you can make stuff uh work where nobody else can and that's it's awesome that they were able to nail this down
2: yep but it really it really showcases what like talent level you actually can have i mean some people love running up on the top side but they have to wait for it to get up there when they're hooked up man and they can run up on the there in the in the br and, and it's a blast whenever you can put around the track like that i mean that's that's what i look forward to when i get on iRacing just experience different types of the tracks and running where people run at. And that's where I like to run at. Yep.
0: Yeah. Pretty cool video, uh, by blade wit, uh, searched, uh, the forums for dynamic track seems to be working, uh, to check that out. Uh, next topic, uh, a great idea. Somebody posted up in the forums, uh, along with a, uh, poll and, um, uh, he basically says we need a grid countdown in the garage. So you know how you're you just finished qualifying and you go to the garage and you're making your changes back to your race set and stuff, but you know that everybody's gridding up, but you don't know how much time is left. Well, that's what he's talking about.
1: That'd be that'd be useful. <laughs> well, it's kind lie. of a no-brainer, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. that you know that that's useful. I mean, no doubt. You're always, I know for us, you know, Christian, he likes to take his sweet time when he's adjusting on stuff in a garage. So it it will be useful instead of me yelling at him over the Teamspeak. Hey, you only got, you know, 20 seconds and this thing's going
0: right. Yeah. Uh, why not just show this, the grid, uh, countdown, you know, while the garage is open, it seems, uh, to make sense. The poll results 92% say,
2: yes, we need this. Like Tyler, Hudson, that. Tyler Hudson took some I mean, maybe we'll see it soon I don't know, but definitely like this idea
0: Yeah, it seems like an easy one too You know,
2: that should be real easy for them to do yeah, I feel like back back in 2010, 2011 they almost had something like and you were setting up your car and, and the grid and I think maybe audio cue or there was something that was queued that you that you had 20 seconds left Bye. you don't have that now no definitely not now
0: alright uh, next topic uh, we got a winner of the season 4 uh, win virtual racing school.com and that is uh, Jacko Pretorius he is the winner of the season 3 actually uh, virtual racing school giveaway uh, says Otto in the forums uh, congrats
2: to Jacko Congrats to him, man. That's just a a win there. Yeah, it's always fun to win stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, uh, next up, uh, one of the guys I follow on Twitter, his name is at jgallstar1 underscore TV. I don't know his real name. I've I've followed him for several years. He's an iRacer, uh, and he hangs with this other group of iRacers uh, on Twitter. ...that I follow, including uh, Steve LaVender, who's the uh, founder of Trading Paints, is one of his good buddies. Anyway, uh, he posted up on Twitter a picture. Hey, guess what? I found Dale Jr. at the Volusia dirt track. And if you recall, there's a little Easter egg that the uh, iRacing guys put into every track that they put out... ...where they put a picture of Dale Jr. and Steve Myers uh, with their fists pumping in the air... They're somewhere sitting at at every track, and so if you uh, take the camera and move around, you can find them eventually. But apparently, uh, he found them at the uh, Volusia Dirt Track, and he posted up a picture of them. Uh, they're sitting right by the water at the beach, next to a sign that says "Danger: Do not feed the gators."
1: That's pretty cool. I didn't even know you, I didn't even know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Easter every track
0: you, you can find Dale Jr. somewhere. <laughs> That was awesome. I think there was one uh, a year or two ago where they put him up in the air, like up in space, like where the blimp is, and uh, <laughs> yeah. That's
2: just that's interesting that they do this. Yeah, to... so
0: check that. Go look for it. It's kind of fun if you can find one. I actually found yeah several years ago. I went searching. I think it was at Talladega, and because somebody. Told me where to find him, and I went and found it. And sure enough, he's right there. That's cool. All right, uh, next up, a uh, interesting YouTube video is posted by Paul Antcliffe, and uh, if you go to t- towards the end of the video, he has a, a, a inlay of his steering wheel. And I don't know if, if Paul ha- uh, doesn't have his uh, use of his legs and stuff, but he's using hand controls for the uh, gas and brake. And it's a, what's so cool about this video is watching him actually uh, drive this car with this uh, hand brake and this uh, this hand throttle that's kind of right behind the steering wheel. And it just amazes me that he can do it. I, I don't I don't think I could do that
1: that that is wow. impressive yeah. Well I mean that's that's pretty cool right there that you know it's you can if you if you want to do something and you put your mind to it you can do it no matter what and and this guy right here I I probably couldn't do it but you know this is awesome to see him still he enjoys sim racing obviously because of looking at his equipment and you know the time that he's probably spent in to getting this stuff but man, that takes—that's gotta take an incredible amount of concentration to do that. <laughs> I mean, I could not do that.
0: Well, the video is really about two. How did he set this up? And he actually has two inlay videos here. Uh, and when he manipulates the hand controls with his hand, you can see down at the pedals. There's a little thing pushing on the pedals for the brake and the gas. And so when he it's like a lever or something it's a mechanical lever thing so when he pulls on it with his with his hand then it pushes on the throttle it's kind of cool.
2: That is that, is that awesome. guy is an engineer put it that way.
0: Yes. <laughs> right. Well he uh and that's what I was going to say it's very well engineered from what I can see.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Anyway, pretty cool. Check out uh, Paul Antcliffe, A-N-T-C-I-L-I-F-F-E, two Fs. He's on YouTube. His his YouTube video is called SimRig, one word, V230, SEPT, S-E-P-T, 2017. Uh, So if you're interested, check that out. Next up, I found some old video on my personal YouTube. And I thought I would bring it up real quick because I haven't seen it uh, for over three and a half half years or so. Uh, And this video was actually my first official win in 2014. And it was my first win in the NASCAR iRacing Series during my first year of the NASCAR iRacing Series. Uh, And it was at Talladega. And it was also my first start in the Toyota Camry right after the Toyota Camry came out that same year. And uh anyway it shows me the last uh, lap or two, basically make some really swift, clean moves and uh and school these boys on how to win a race.
1: You look like a pod piper out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those that was, that was a time that was a good time move down the backstretch right there. That was that was pretty good, man.
0: Yeah, it was some good moves. Uh, so, yeah, you can look, go look at my YouTube channel if you want to see that. Uh, it I made me start thinking, well, where am I at in wins now? Because that was my 38th career win back in 2014 when I, when I got that win. Uh, he, here right now in 2017, I'm sitting at 46. Uh, so I've gotten eight more since in three years. So uh, I know my win count is down. Uh, it seems to get down. is. More I get into it, but I only run the NASCAR iRacing series pretty much, and, and it's very competitive, and it's really hard to win that series. So I'm pretty happy with eight wins over three years, actually considering the series I run. Hey man, the way the competition is these days, you got to take
1: every single one of them. It might be the last one you get.
2: Yep, right, right. It's it's just seems like time. I mean, I I I can't really vouch for bottom split, but I. Mean, i split guy. Right. That's the way it works out, but it's how it works.
0: Yeah, I'm usually like third, sometimes second split, but... Uh... All right, next topic. Uh, wow, this one is cool. Uh, iRacing has released a video, a teaser video for pit crew animations uh, showing them uh, pitting the uh, NASCAR Monster Energy Cup car. Oh, boy. I mean, it looks good. What do you guys think?
2: is super smooth. I was watching it actually on my lunch break today, and the guy I sit with at work, he was like, why are you watching like a NASCAR pit stop? I'm like, actually, that's iRacing, and iRacing is I drove on the Sim before. What? No way! So he's asking me to come back over ever since hours ago. (laughs) It looks real. (laughs)
0: real. I mean, mean, it's hard to tell the difference, really. I mean, it's very well done.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be cool. I can't wait till they, you know, bring it out, and uh, we're able to use it, uh, it. But it just from the video. I mean, that's that's pretty sick right there. It don't get more more real than that right there. It's so smooth. There's no glitchiness to it, and uh, you know the guys. They don't look, it. They don't look fake, and that's what's hard to believe. Like when you look at it, you're like that. Could, that's something you see on Sunday.
0: I know <laughs> yeah. it looks real. That's the whole point. It really does. It looked like real people. I mean, they did a great job. I'm curious, to, th- can we have, like, mistakes? You know, they drop a lug nut and it slows down your stop. Or maybe they jump out onto the off the wall too early and you run them over. Wouldn't that be awesome?
2: <laughs> oh, no, if we're going <laughs> you get a guy up on your auto. hood
0: and he's against your windshield, you know? <laughs> then you might
1: end up with nine minutes
0: of required damage. <laughs> right. And in a in a bad case of hospital
2: bills. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was saying last week, man, wouldn't it be something when we see all the 40 pit crews at the same time pitting these cars? That's now that would I, be something.
2: That's kind of what I was wondering. I wonder if we'll see from the, from the cockpit, like if we see a guy in front of us or a guy two spots in front of us, their pit crews over the wall on our screen. Think it's going to see more than that, but you're
0: only going to see. Uh, well, from what they said, you're only going to see your pit crew, not everybody else's.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I think uh, for the start off, it's just going to be your guys, and I mean, I'm sure you know. One day down the road, we'll see forty pit crew members jumping over the wall.
0: That yeah, now that would certainly be awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be neat. And and it's so cool that they're starting it with the NASCAR, and then we'll work on everything else. But, yeah, let's get the NASCAR part done. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, another post in the forums, this one about Charlotte. Should it be, uh, this was in the NASCAR iRacing Series forum, night or day? I mean, we already talked about this. Uh, trying to see if iRacing will respond. I don't. It doesn't look like anybody did
1: yeah uh i know before uh i can't remember who it was you know they got it changed for us and got it right but uh my best guess is the way that the race is they just went with night uh like i said man i really wish it would have been day yeah i think it would have been really cool the track would have got real slick and you know dynamic track would have really came into play there but uh you know, it's night. That's the cards we his dealt. You know, we just gotta go race it.
2: Yeah, I bet. I bet. Whenever they get the day to night, that kind of category, where, where something like something like this, dusk, like it'll start real bright, and then as we go, hundred laps, hundred and fifty. Well, I mean, I'm interested. Obviously, it sucks.
1: Yeah that's that's too like my I, I can't wait for this day night transition because that coca-cola 600 they get blinded going into i can't remember which end and that's that's my thing that i can't wait for i want to be going on the back stretch or the front stretch
0: yeah i can't see I yeah about.
1: and just can't see nothing and then all of a sudden bam you can see again that's uh, you and you're know back uh, in the <laughs>
0: shadow <Yeah.
1: laughs> right i think that'd be that's sick i think that'd be awesome
0: yep or going down Phoenix, the front stretch, late in the afternoon. Well, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I've heard that just
1: miserable. You know, I have. I actually. I got quite a few friends that race in the NASCAR, you know, real NASCAR uh, events or series, uh, whatever you want to call them. And one of my buddies, like Greg Gaulding, he ran a truck race there and he. He literally he said, "Dude, I'm not joking. You can't see your hand in front of your face before you dive off in turn one at Phoenix when the sun's going down and anyway, when it's right there at the right spot uh he's like you just you're guessing you're literally guessing for that short amount of time. Where am I at?
0: or <laughs> and, I think they look out the left window looking for the end of the pit wall.
1: yeah, he does say it I mean, man, I don't know why that just I think that's cool for some
2: reason." I mean, and Adam. You know, like we had those. We had ten advisors on in our hearts and stuff. I wouldn't think that that would be even better. desert. You know, I think it'd be pretty tough to see, regardless. And like, like you said, going into turn one at Phoenix, it's it's not an easy turn to as it is. So, uh, man, that's gonna make it. interesting.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, like you said, dark advisors. You can. I mean, dude, I ran a. Uh, what is that called? A blue blocker. I mean, that's the darkest, darkest visor that they offered us, when, or that, you know, at the time when I was racing carts you could get. And I don't think that'd help at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's jump into hardware. Uh, first up, Sim the Simpit uh, put up a nice uh, video review of the new Thrustmaster TSXW Sparco steering wheel. And uh, a nice 25-minute uh, video. If you're interested, we did talk about this uh, wheel before. Uh, it looks pretty nice. Uh, this might be a good middle-of-the-road wheel if uh, you're looking for something under budget. And
2: I, I I'll stick with my g It's old, reliable, <laughs> and it's cheap, g- and it's all. You know, to be honest with
1: you, this is the first time I'm seeing this wheel and uh, I, you know I just I'm real finicky with my wheel <laughs> yeah. uh, you know I'm used to having it the way I like it but uh, I I don't know I mean I've always wanted that you know I guess that what is that like a suede that's around it it's and, like a
2: rubberish uh, it's, uh, grip it's, yeah. it's a suede almost yeah I
1: real mean soft I, I don't know I mean like I said, everything I race, I'm used to metal. You know, something hard. I, I don't know if I can do this suede. Too foo-foo for me.
0: <laughs> well, the thing of, yeah, the aesthetics of it, the base is tall. The base seems too big to me. It seems like it'd be in the way. Uh, and the wheel's not completely round. They tried to. It's a, a weird design where they tried to mix a round NASCAR wheel with a Formula One-style wheel, and if you kind of mixed them together, this is what it would look like. And so it's got the buttons in the middle and the kind of the carbon fiber, and uh, it's almost round but not quite.
1: Yeah, um, I mean it's, it looks sick. That is a really cool wheel, sick looking wheel. But uh, I'll just I'll probably stick with what I got.
2: Um, but hey, guys, you know what? I actually have to run to my second job. Um, All right, Brandon. Thanks for coming. Appreciate I really it. Appreciate it. I think we're you guys. almost
0: done. We'll, we'll Adam and I'll finish off here. But thanks for coming. Welcome guys, anytime. Guys, looking looking to hear back from you guys later. Thank you. All right. Take care. I'm gonna see it. User disconnected from. So let's town. jump to next topic. Uh, boy, this one is something. Homebrew sequential shifter. This guy made his own shifter, and I'm talking home made. He's oh. got uh, a piece of plywood. He's got a long metal bar with a hole uh, drilled through the middle of it, where he just put a long bolt and a nut through the piece of plywood, so it would swivel. And down at the bottom of the bar, he installed a, a little caster rolling wheel, and uh, he's got that set up on some springs, and they're all uh, zip tied to the the board. And if he as he moves the the shifter back and forth, front to back, it touches these little plungers that he has that's screwed onto the plywood, little uh, uh momentary switches, I, I believe they are, uh, to make the gear shift change. Uh, pretty ingenious.
1: You know that almost looks like something that would be for when rally comes out. You know the the little oh the brake, yeah. yeah, yeah, the brake, and then the slap shift. Uh, shifter which i'm not gonna lie that is straight up homemade right there but that is sick at the same time like man that's really cool that's some i would like to see how it holds up
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it kind of looks fragile it is got some engineering built in but this is a different level uh kind of slapped together with what he's got kind of look you know i race it on a budget (laughs) that's right like another interesting thing about it is the piece of plywood uh, the top I don't know, third of it he's got painted black it's almost like he ran out of paint or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah pretty cool. pretty cool that is pretty cool man so if you want to check this out uh search the forums for my home brew sequential shifter and he's got some high res photos of it uh pretty crazy looking thing uh but hey, I've seen seen stuff like that before. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Alright, uh, next topic. Uh reminder about the alt K. Uh remember when you hit Alt K when you're in the sim, you can move around all the little things like your relative box and uh your little shift uh shifter uh indicator, uh your all the little things that are on the screen you can move around uh, with Alt-K. Now, what happens when you have triples, though? Uh, You can only keep them on the center monitor, but there's a setting you can do if you have triples so you can move the stuff to the left or the right monitor. See, I didn't know
1: that. Uh, That's a a first for me. I've always just left mine in the center, but I have a I have modified it to where, uh, for some reason, like when a caution would come out and then you have that little screen up there telling you one to go or two to go until you go that green, right. it was always right in front of my way, uh, my view. So I've, I've positioned everything down to where it looks like little screens on the dash, I guess you could say.
0: Down at the bottom. Uh,
1: yeah. So it's, uh, I've even moved my mirror. My mirror is right above my gauges in uh in the car so instead of looking up at the top i just look right up look right down or right above the gauges and boom there's the mirror i didn't
0: know you could move the mirror
1: <laughs> oh yeah 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 i did it well see i did it in dirt and because the way that the when a car's up on the bars in a corner you know that right front plants down well that mirror being up there in the top takes your vision away really because you're driving more towards the right front of the tire looking that way so i moved it down and then uh you know i just got used to it with dirt and so i just positioned the, the thing right where it's, no matter what car i get in it's just right there above the gauges
0: right yeah i've done the alt k and moved stuff around i put the uh, shifter indicator the one that shows your brake and throttle inputs i put that dead center right in the middle of the center screen because i think it helps me to visually see what my feet are doing and just kind of it's like a confirmation and I also like to see my minimum speeds in the corners. So what if, like at Dover, you know, I think minimum speed is 95 in the corner. And if you're below that, then that kind of gives you an indication, hey, you need to be a little bit quicker through the middle or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've, I've I don't know, I've, I kind of just... uh i get i almost gotta get tunnel vision my race so i <laughs> focus on what's in front of me i hardly ever look at what position i'm in or uh you know lap times or anything i normally you know depending who's on the box christian or jason they're pretty good about uh knowing what i like to hear during the races so they'll every now and then they'll give me a lap time or they'll give me a position or how many laps to go so uh i'm i'm more of a like I, I zone in really bad <laughs> when I'm racing.
0: Well, that's a good thing. Got to focus. Now, when you do the Alt K and move stuff around, you got to hit Alt K to to save it or to get out of that mode. Uh, but if you want to move your stuff to the left or right screen, you have to actually go into the app I and I file under uh, My Documents I Racing and change. Uh, these settings drive ui full screen equals one and session session ui full screen equal one. So if you make those settings in the app I and I, then you'll be able to move them to the left or right screen as well, that stuff.
1: That's good info.
0: Alright, next topic. A Kickstarter for the world's first eight K virtual Reality Headset. And, uh, boy, this thing looks awesome. Uh, Now, Kickstarters always, I'm a little leery of because it typically means they haven't actually built them yet, or maybe they've only built one. But uh, this particular Kickstarter looks pretty cool, considering they have a pledge amount of $1.3 million so far.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they do have a nice little video about it uh, and, and what the, the virtual reality headset you know, looks like and so forth. It's pretty darn big it looks kind of heavy, but uh, from what they describe, uh, it gives you more peripheral vision uh, because it's wider and it will solve the problem of the screen door effect and the motion sickness. Well, personally, I've never used the VR. Um, I got a
1: couple of teammates that have VRs, and I do know at first you can get motion sickness uh, with the ones that they have. Uh, I think they, what is it called, the Oculus? I think that's what they got.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Oculus, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what they got. uh, But once you get used to it, you know, they like it. They race with it all the time and love it. Uh, I just... I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> that looks, uh, like you said, it looks really heavy.
0: Well, it's like three inches on each side longer or wider. It's really wide uh, compared to the Oculus. It's not as tall, you know, from top to bottom, but much wider. So, like I said, I think it, the design is it gives you more peripheral vision. Uh, I think I saw something on the video that said 110 degrees uh, is what your FOV is there, but. Uh, pretty cool looking device. I just It's cool to see that they're finally, companies are starting to pick up where Oculus left off. And, you know, it's been a long time since the Oculus came out. You think we would have some updates by now?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is, a, yeah, I'm with you on that.
0: All right, uh, next and I think final topic. Uh, boy, if you're into computers and... Uh, and uh, building your own PC, you've got to check out this uh, video. Uh, I found this video. It's on a channel. It's all one word. It's called The Tannel Channel. And the middle word is T-A-N-E-L. And this guy has built uh, a computer that is literally water-cooled. And it's like a regular PC box, but it's, like, sealed. And, like, the whole motherboard and the graphics card and everything are literally in water. Yeah, that... <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, apparently it's not water. It's some some other liquid uh, that's a clear liquid that obviously looks like water. It's called 3M Novac. is the name of it, N-O-V-E-C. It's some kind of special... Uh, mineral oil or something like that that doesn't have any uh, you know, conductivity. That is crazy,
1: man! <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: I think we're seeing next level of computer uh, computing here. You know, in five years, are we going to be building RPCs like this, where there's literally in a water tank, like a fish tank? <laughs> I don't know. I hope I got the money to do it when we do get there. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so check that out. All right, that's the final topic. Let's jump into final thoughts. Adam Benefield, what do you got for final thoughts? You know,
1: uh, it's been a great season. Uh, you know, we're getting – Impasse has been great. Uh, we've We've been able to bring home – uh a lot of solid finishes and take one or both one up cars into the uh chase unfortunately we got knocked out this past or last week um but was able to get a win with our uh, alliance car with taylor Hurst. so it's been a great season we've had a lot of fun we're super pumped about pro coming up um i think we got one or two guys from one up i know myself i don't think samuel roush might go for it i don't really know but uh we're super excited for the future we're super super excited for everything that's coming to iRacing and uh you know it's it's going to be big i'm glad to be a part of it and uh biggest thing man is thanks for letting me come on and 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 talk and hang out i mean this was really cool i know i messaged you a while back and you know told you that i i found out uh, i seen a link that you shared of the podcast and I, I went on there and listened to it and it was really cool you know just i racing guys kicking back having a having a good time and talking about stuff and what they thought so uh you know all this stuff that's coming up and what we talked about today was that was awesome i mean i didn't know about hardly any of this stuff so it was cool to step away from all the racing and all the setup building and just come in here and talk and see what's going on more in depth inside i racing, and uh You know,
0: the future is going to be awesome All right. well yeah you're welcome anytime it's been fun Uh, thank you for coming on the show and uh, yeah come on back anytime it's uh, designed to be fun that's the whole idea Uh, we have a lot of listeners and so hey we want our listeners on the show that's why you're here Adam that's why uh, everybody who comes on the show is at some point a listener so hey if you want to be on the show just let us meet let me know and we'll hook you up uh, we're happy to have everybody. So uh, uh, worked out good. My regular teammates couldn't make it today, and uh, so I'm glad that we had a couple newcomers, so we could actually have a show. So worked out good. Thanks for coming, Adam. Uh, my final thoughts are: Wow, I'm really getting excited about our team, Tafosi. We, we got a, a nice mix right now of some some good drivers that are actually working on sets, and it's fun. I can be at work and I can look at Facebook Messenger and see the back and forth of this team interacting without me involved as the leader. But working on sets, sending sets back and forth, talking about, hey, it's too tight, it's too loose. What are we going to do? How are we going to make changes? We haven't done that for a long time. And so it's nice to see we got some talent that actually knows what they're doing and, and, uh, and, and starting to take us down that road. Uh, cause for a while there, we were not building setups. Uh, we still have a, a friend of the podcast providing us setups recently, the last few weeks, and, uh, certainly appreciate that. It's made a huge difference in, in how we're running and it gives us something to work on uh, a starting point, so to speak. So, uh, certainly appreciate that ready for Charlotte. Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm glad to get through Dover. I'm still struggling to stay in the top 20 in points, um, uh, I think I looked last night, I was 21st in open and I think 19th in fixed. So I'm right there at the cusp. I just got to keep hammering uh, these last uh, few weeks. But uh, with that, we'll see you later.